0: hope you pulled your joggers up.
1: i pulled my joggers right up.
0: What are you drinking there?
1: Uh, well, I've just poured myself a dark rum. I'm going for some heavy stuff tonight, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to stick a bit. This, wait for this. I'm going to stick a bit of cheap De Serrano in it. You know, And then I will probably stick a bit of Diet Coke on that, but then I'll, I'm going to have beer after that. Right. So
0: I'm, I'm,
1: going, I'm going heavy.
0: I've um, just done a beer on oh, the wood. But I made the mistake of having a pack of extra strong mints just before, which is never a good combination with an ice cold pint.
1: Your mouth must have been freezing, ice cold (laughs) pint and extra strong mints. Yeah. That's insanity.
0: (laughs) Not recommended. Fucking hell. Anyway, it's Christmas. It is Christmas. Or it was Christmas. Bar humbug to it all. We are here tonight to talk about Christmas.
1: Well, I'm here I don't know about you, Lee, but I'm here to have a Scrooge and Marley Christmas. Bar fucking humbug to it all.
0: Yeah. Well, what was your Christmas like?
1: Actually, it was very good to be fair. Quite pleasant. Very quiet at first on Christmas Day, which was very nice. Then we got bombarded by family and some friends. And so I've been sleeping on the floor for the last <laughs> for the last three nights. I'm a little bit well
0: oh, you've had um, uh,
1: worn out guests.
0: Overnight guests. We,
1: And maybe that might be one of my first bar humbug Christmas. Go for it. Guests. No. But, yeah, it's been very pleasant because it's been family and some friends. But sometimes it is nice, just a bit of pipe and slippers, bit of telly and talk, lots of booze, happy days. But to be fair, Jackie has been, like, absolutely slaving over the stove much far more than I have. You know, I've been doing all the parlour games.
0: Sorry, Dave. I was thinking, I don't really know many people who, who like Christmas anymore. Uh, you know, I talk to people at work and, you know, relatives and stuff, and they just don't like it. And up until this year, I was, I quite liked it. You know, it's, it's a, yeah. a bit of time off work and the kids get excited. I mean, I think you need kids, really. Uh, yeah. Though so they do have the potential for ruining it, but... But I think I was so ill before Christmas, oh, as you, as you awesome. know, with the pneumonia. Now, awesome. I couldn't believe it, Dave. Even you questioned whether I actually had pneumonia. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I this was is only... the thing. This <laughs> is the thing when you say to anyone you've got pneumonia, right? Well, are you sure it's actually you, Mel? <laughs> well, was... of course, my missus is the least sympathetic person on earth and never actually believes I'm as ill as I say I was.
1: Well, the only reason why I questioned it, Lee, is because it sounded like you were so, it was sounded like, I've got pneumonia. Yeah. Like you'd had that diagnosis from the doctor. So that's why I'd said. <laughs> well,
0: if only I could get hold of a doctor. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. True. I, I do get true. it. I do get it. But honestly, I had all the symptoms. And I know it was a bit of a self-diagnosis, but I couldn't breathe. I was well, just horrible. absolutely shattered. It was the worst feeling ever, uh, which was compounded by the fact that our heating broke when it was minus seven. So if you go back to like the 13th, 14th, that's when I got ill in December, and which just coincided with that cold snap. And I've never felt so miserable in my life, being at home on my own, and it was just freezing. I felt like bloody, what's his face? The guy who uh, left the tent and never came back. Oh, oats, interesting oats, yeah. Every time I needed to go to the toilet, I'd hold off for as long as I could because it was such an agonising freezing experience to get out of bed. <laughs> I'm going for a walk, maybe some time. But I started to think I might die and I was starting to think about all, um, all the ramifications of dying, well, are quite thing? many of them.
1: Are you sure you didn't have a bit of the old
0: cove, mate? When I started to get ill... I did a COVID test, and it and it came up negative. Um, now, the thing is, I did contact the doctor around the 15th. I had to do it by email. I couldn't actually ring anyone or speak to anyone. <coughs> so you write this message for your GP. And this was about the 15th. And I only got a reply yesterday. What? <laughs> I am saying, and you know what he said? It was even... More insulting than anyone had been about um, my illness. It said, do you still need help with your cough? <laughs> you <synchronizing. laughs> You've reduced my pneumonia, which I told you I had, to a cough. Rage. <laughs> what a bastard.
1: It is horrible, though, getting a really tight chest in it. I really, really hate that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm still suffering a bit because it leaves you fatigued for a long time.
1: Mm. Well, uh, maybe that is number two on the Scrooge and Marley list. For christmas getting ill at christmas is the pits because it was me last year i had covid over christmas last year and it was shit and i bought a pool table for my son right the idea was there was going to be no family because of all the restrictions and we were going to play pool and darts all day and just have a right good laugh and eat lots of food
0: bit and of indoor league
1: bit of indoor league we ended up having one frame of pool right where both of us wearing masks with the windows wide open on christmas fucking day <laughs> how bleak is that
0: yeah yeah no it was it wasn't good it wasn't good here and uh, it's always that thing isn't it the massive build-up and then the present opening's over with half within half an hour no it's over now till next year
1: what now exactly. yeah well i tell you what scrooge and marley number three right Modern Christmas presents. Modern kids' Christmas presents tend to be Oh, I want a new mouse pad, I want a new keyboard, I want a game for my Xbox,
0: you know. Or an Xbox.
1: Or an Xbox, exactly, which costs a fortune. Oh, I'm, I need a new laptop. Right? In our day it was, oh get in that airfix model I wanted. Action man. Brilliant. Chess
0: you know,
1: set. Uh... Yeah. Sort of tangible thing you can do. Oh, that new board game, Tank Command.
0: A compendium of games. Yeah, exactly. With Ludo and Ladders, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, let's get stuck into these games. Or even if you're halfway through them and you realise they're absolutely shit, at least you get, like, really into them and you get right going. And I remember, like, a couple of Christmases ago, got all these <coughs> fa- fancy dandy presents for George. And one of the little sort of throwaway oh. presents that I got on eBay was this um, second-hand game bounce off do you know the game bounce off yeah no. brilliant you've got like this little mesh tray and a load of ping pong balls and you've got to make patterns with the you play against each other making patterns with the ping pong balls an l shape oh, yeah. or a cross the way i'm describing it it sounds shit but it's actually a really fun game and we spent all christmas day playing that all the other games went to the way to the wayside all yeah. the expensive stuff This game bounce-off that I think cost me three quid on eBay (laughs) was the thing we played all day. Yeah. That's very often why Because it's a tangible game. (coughs) Yeah. A a tactile, tangible game.
0: I remember the best Christmas I ever had as a kid. I remember us all going down on Christmas Day. I was probably about 10. And all our presents, we got all joint presents, and they were all laid out. So there was this four-foot-by-two snooker table... Oh. On the dining room table, there was a scale electric set up, oh. and there was a, a chess or drafts board set up. Brilliant, we played with that those is, things for ages, you know, for so, years on end.
1: so it, was, it was for all of you, yeah. It was not, yeah, exactly. So, it, we're not saying it's yours and yours and yours, these are your presents. Play, go ahead and mm. play.
0: Brilliant, yeah. I do remember getting some good presents when I was a kid, test match. Oh yeah, uh, which you, we, you talked about before. Crossfire yeah, that, was a see. good game. Oh, Crossfire! The six million dollar man, Steve Austin figure. The, oh, he, yeah. he lifted the engine. The engine, lift the engine,
1: it. Pull his skin back and take yeah. out the uh, the little block of controls inside his arm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Up through the back of his head, <laughs> his bionic eye. Ace and big truck. Remember getting big truck. I love evil
1: can evil. Evil can evil. You, you yeah. pulled the thing at the back and it, he went off on his motorbike and you'd jump yeah. a few. We never, we never
0: had that, you know. I remember oh, neighbor right. did.
1: You'd put the blue Peter annuals on the, the deck like that. You you'd rise up with some slippers and he'd jump over the blue <laughs> Peter annuals. Quite often over an action man truck. That was fantastic. An action man truck with a couple of action men lying on, lying on the back as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fred Armstrong.
0: Yeah, I Air got Freddie that mod- a few years ago.
1: Airfix models,
0: Lee. Airfix models. Meccano. <laughs> Meccano. sound like uh, James May here, Dave.
1: Well, I know. It's terrible. But the, the reality is it, is, it does seem sometimes, you know, I was asking my, my nieces and nephews what they've got, and it's all like technology shit. It's a bit It's a bit sad, really, you know. Now, they did get some games and stuff, which is very nice, too. But the main presence tend to be, like, main presence, I think, when we were kids, were things like Scalextric, or a, like you say, a, a snooker table or bike, a bike. Get out on the bike. And obviously all the, all those things still exist, but it gets harder when your kids get a little bit older too. So it was quite nice this year being able to buy our lad some books. And I got him this uh, fantastic top Trump set, top Trump set, which was Britpop, Britpop top <laughs> Trump. Oh, <laughs> right. Because he's got really into all the indie bands So he's he's really into the Smiths. He's massively into Blur, so much so that we've got we've all got tickets now to go and see them in at Wembley. uh, In in July, yeah,
0: should be good. Well, Daisy's into the Smiths, and she was talking about Blur. Really? Uh, Yeah. So she's into. A lot of the 90s stuff she likes the arctic monkeys she's going to see them
1: oh tell uh, george to message you uh, yeah you know they've got each other's numbers haven't they
0: i, I think. think so but that's great you know it's so it was so happy that she's she going to that music Me instead too. of like little mix or that sort it's of shatter. Shatter, mate.
1: that's brilliant as a parent it's a lot harder isn't it because you kind of want you'd love to still be able to get them like Christmas, what you consider to be Christmas presents, like toys and games and stuff. Yeah. So it, it fades, doesn't it? It's lovely when you've got little kids at Christmas. It is lovely, but it does change a little bit. And you get drawn back into the things that really <coughs> annoyed you about Christmas. So I'm going to say it now Scrooge and Marley. Is this number three or number four? Number three. Scrooge and Marley Christmas number three. Christmas hype. Advertising. Oh god. Oh my god, it gets worse every fucking year.
0: And now they're all competing to make these overemotional, sentimental adverts, aren't they? You know. Oh, oh was- wow, can't wait for the John Lewis advert. Oh no. And
1: it's always like, all I needed was the love you gave.
0: <laughs> or a song by Lauder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's usually like a cover version of a more upbeat track, but sung in yeah. a very melancholic way.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that little kid with a tear in his eye. Oh God. And it, but the thing is, it starts so early in some places. I'm sure I went into a supermarket in like late September and they were starting to put Christmas stuff out there. You know.
0: Well, August, just... I've seen it, Dave. Oh my God. Me and my boss, have this um, competition to see if we can spot the earliest, and we take a picture of like the earliest bit of christmas stuff in a shop and i f- I think i won this year by taking a snap of some tinsel and decorations in poundland around august it was
1: <laughs> the whole thing is so commercially transparent as well as you get older mm. it's also that thing that you, you say to yourself as did, let's go low-key let's not go mad we'll buy ourselves some nice food let's do something really nice maybe we should go and not buy each other presents. Let's go. And yeah, do we something didn't really do that. Nice.
0: Me and Michelle We're didn't trying. do that this year. Well,
1: you did really well because we still succumbed to buying a little something from the point of view of George. You know, buying each other something. We still mm. got each other a little bit, so and that was okay. That was nice. But yeah, it would have been nice if we'd have done
0: something kind of, you know. Well, nowadays it's just swapping lists. You know, with my brothers and sister, we just yeah. circulate lists to each other, and it, you know what you're getting and it's it's all a bit pointless really even it my mom, dad asked me for a list and I asked them for a list I don't always go by the list I prefer not to if I can but it is hard to buy for people I think the thing is I have no expectation
1: at all of anything running up to Christmas I really don't I never I last few years I just haven't I never asked for anything I mean, but I do end up getting a couple of nice things because you know it's nice I got like Cold War Steve calendar which i thought was great oh yeah
0: you know and was that this
1: year yeah that was this year A nice bottle of booze and Mm. so it is nice and some and you know believe it or not i was so chuffed to get some socks and slippers because i've got really i've been wanting a really nice new pair of slippers and i've really needed some new socks i know that sounds crazy but no it
0: doesn't dave that is i mean i got some socks this year but um they were thinner than an aldi bin bag (laughs) Five minutes. They look nice when they thought I'd slip them on.
1: Well,
0: uh, but talking are... of slippers, Dave, you know, uh, it's a bit of a guilty pleasure. but Because I have such bad feet with my plantar fasciitis. I need slippers in the house. I can't cope walking about with no thing on my feet. And oh, I, I spent 90 quid on a pair of slippers. Wow. They must be de I'm wearing them now, in fact. Oh, they baby. Birkenstock slippers.
1: Well, these ones that they got me, they're fantastic because they're kind of like, they look a bit like a pair of like, you know, those like Italian shoes, smart Italian shoes. But in slipper form, they're really thick and cosy inside. Fantastic. Because I too, you know, I really struggle, you know, I feel the cold through my feet. I don't really feel cold for the rest of my body, but through my feet, shocking. So Mm. I need that little bit of warmth. Thank you very much. So, Yeah. yeah, little things like that happy days lovely but i do hmm. feel like we probably did miss a trick this year in kind of doing something doing something decent for somebody else whether it be like a soup kitchen or donating a bit more to a you know what do they call them a food what do food they call bank.
0: them food yeah bank. thank you food bank I what you hear they were oh god crazy so he's talking to that homeless guy what a dick oh you in business are no, you, in bi- you in business? I mean, are the you... guy did introduce the uh, subject of business, but he was more to have a go at Rishi about, wasn't it? Because he said, <laughs> something about "Are you're looking after the economy, are you? Sarcastically. I <laughs> I went, I Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. And uh, you used to work in business, didn't you? You used to be an investment banker, which was a bit of a dig, I think. And he went, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've done lots of other things beside that. Are you interested? Are you in business? No, I'm homeless (laughs) Oh, Oh, Um, that makes sense You're at this soup kitchen
1: You know, so out of fucking touch So out of fucking touch Mm. I mean, how can you be in touch When you're one of Britain's richest men How can you be in touch It's ridiculous that he should be Prime Minister With no mandate whatsoever No mandate whatsoever
0: Let's talk a little bit, Dave, before we go back to the bad stuff. Was anything worth watching, caught your eye this Christmas? Any Christmas TV? Well, interesting. Call the Midwife special or Mrs. Brown's Boys special? Well,
1: can I just say, Lee, my Scrooge and Marley number four was going to be television. <laughs> but that said, however, I did quite enjoy the Inside number nine Christmas special
0: quite enjoy dave i was was very good i thought that was really good i'd say that was the christmas highlight not that it was It
1: probably uh, was it it probably was especially watching it the second time i watched it a second time and enjoyed it a great deal more Mm. a little bit of a it was a little bit of a spin-off of um you know abbott thomas but that's nice i'm not criticizing that and i have to say i have to say i'm going to be controversial now I actually did enjoy Count Magnus too. I thought. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I th- and I think, fuck the Guardian reviewer and fuck oh, I the Oh, reviewer. Oh, I read that. She just I think doesn't have,
0: get MR James.
1: Just doesn't get it. Clueless, clueless, clueless. Doesn't get MR James. I thought it was very nicely done. I thought he did a good job with the Mezzotint last year as well. And I think, yeah. fair play to Mark is he's really getting there with the MR James ideas now. It's yeah. really I trying mean, to
0: emulate. They're, they're not easy to adapt not. especially the ones that are left I mean when I heard that he was doing Count Magnus I thought yeah, it's not one of my favourite stories I remember no, not one of mine either. I couldn't I couldn't think it was the most adaptable uh, or very no. adaptable at all but I thought he did a decent job I no. enjoyed the telling of the back story yeah. uh, Jason Watkins was really good well,
1: Jason um, Watkins what an actor one of my favourite yeah. actors my god
0: you know people have really slated it
1: I but would like, love to I see. Say, I don't think they
0: understand MR James. No, no, they don't think they not do. about jump scares. That woman in the Guardian said something like oh, only only had one jump scare.
1: I felt like throttling her when she said mm. that through the
0: Lucy Mangan somehow, I think
1: through somehow through social media, getting my hands into and throttling <laughs> her. Because I just thought you, you Burke, what are you talking about? You know, it's not about jump scares. And the very essence of an MR James story is that there are only a couple of moments. A couple of moments exactly. that, are, that chill you to the bone. So when the gauze falls off the person's face and there's no face there because, because it's been ripped away, the skin of the face has been ripped away, that's exactly part of it. And the wonderful bit when he goes in and the tentacles of the creature come out, mm. and great. and the two figures when he's on his way home, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And he could have gone overboard and thrown in a final jump scare, and he didn't. And I thought, good for him, he's pulled back. He's just pulled back mm. at the last minute. I thought they were yeah. both great and they are without question by a country mile the highlights of Christmas telly for me.
0: Can't think of much else, to be honest. That I, I,
1: haven't, I, I don't know when the Detectorist is on. I like the Detectorists. But yeah, the, I mean, I do think that they, uh, they were by far the highlight. And what I was about to say to you was, talking of the Detectorists and talking of Count Magnus, I was thinking to myself the other day, I'd love to see a kind of Detective duo TV series that starred Toby Jones and Jason Watkins. That would be so cool. Maybe two eccentric gay detectives, you know, like wearing tweed or something. You know, because I just think they're brilliant actors, the pair of them. You know, and I haven't really watched anything else to be honest. I've watched a bit of sport and the darts and things like that because, because again, I'll say again, my Scrooge and Marley number four is. Modern day Christmas TV, and this is why, right? I mean, hear me out (coughs) out. in the past, right? In the past, one of the great exciting moments of Christmas was getting the radio times. You get the radio times, you'd flick through it, and you'd see like big films that were on and TV specials, and you'd really look forward to seeing them, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, really look forward to seeing them. But today, with the proliferation of television. And with streaming channels and everything everything's available to you at any time isn't it so really there isn't like the big christmas event anymore like the morgan wise christmas special or the poseidon adventure on boxing day
0: you know i remember just seeing things like lol and Ardy, that they would show through yes christmas week followed by a basil rathbone sherlock holmes film oh yeah that was just like oh my god that was just joy every single day
1: and that would start in the morning. So you'd have Lauren yeah. Hardy. You'd have Sherlock Holmes. Then you'd have something else. Then there'd be a big film that came on. Yeah. It was just great. That was And it was exciting. That was part of the excitement. You'd all be off mm. together. You'd have your family round, you, yeah, And you'd have all these, these little treats to look forward to. That was all a big part of it.
0: One thing I always look forward to reading about is, when Christmas is approaching, is those uh, depressing winter wonderlands you know that they put on in some muddy fields where they usually hold car boot sales oh, God. and they always get massive complaints don't they being rip-offs rip and uh, full of chav elves smoking weed and teenage <laughs> santas with poundland outfits what else uh, alsatians wearing antlers cheap plastic shit given away as presents yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, are, yeah, Oh, so funny. It's so yeah. funny reading about them, you know. I mean, typical, isn't it, of the profiteering? Absolutely. These shysters that come along, promise the earth, and it just ends up being a field with polystyrene snow.
1: Well, I think maybe that's it. I mean, this is my Scrooge and Marley ultimate negative Christmas is the outrageous capitalization of Christmas. Yeah. Outrageous. I mean, the modern Christmas, though, was... Really created by the Coca-Cola company, wasn't it? With Santa Claus in red. That was all Coca-Cola. And one of the worst things that I've heard around here that has been kind of bizarre for me is people saying, oh, we're going to go up to Broughton to see the Coca-Cola van. The Coca-Cola truck's actually coming to Broughton. You know, from the adverts. What the fuck are you talking about? You're going to go and see a Coca-Cola van because it's part of Christmas. You fucking... (laughs) Dickhead. (laughs) Like that's somehow kind of intrinsic to the spirit of Christmas. You go and look at a Coca-Cola van. Fuck off. God help us all.
0: I've fortunately never been to one of those depressing winter wonderlands. But you do look about for things to do with your kids at Christmas, you know, to try and get in the mood. Of course. And it always ends up being disappointing and depressing, doesn't it? And you always feel ripped off.
1: It's the time. For the Dell boys of this world to try yeah. and absolutely maximise their capital potential from things, it is shocking, really, isn't it? Yeah, shame yeah. they are. I'll
0: but tell we, you another thing we did a few a few Christmases ago was we spent a couple of days at Alton Towers because Alton Towers do like a Christmas themed hotel, and yeah. I think it costs four hundred pound day for one night. Honestly, the food. Which you have to pay for is absolutely terrible it's the worst food i've ever had in my life probably i think we went to this there's only like two restaurants was like a, apparently the good restaurant and this the fast foodie type place called flambo jambos 13 pound a head and basically what you served up is aldi pizzas right? you are actually aldi pizzas and some fucking dry pasta it was just horrible it really really ruined the whole experience and then oh you're allowed to go into the grounds, you know, and go on, go on the rides. But the only part of Alton Towers that was open was fucking CBeebies land. Oh, God. So you're going round for the in the night garden on a, on a <laughs> slow, slow train. <laughs> the only good thing about it was the pool. The pool was open. And it's got like a nice water park with slides and stuff. Oh, nice. That, yeah. That's
1: good. But, I take it was heated.
0: Yeah, they? it was heated. Yeah. Oh, lovely, lovely. Well, that's yeah, so very, cool. very crowded though. Really. Oh God, I they bet. Just, they just cram as many people as they can into oh. the whole thing. I bet it was <laughs> the, the stench of the great
1: unwashed in there.
0: Well, there was a bit of that. Absolutely. Ultimately disappointing, isn't it? And it's like my sister took uh, my sister took their kids to Lapland, and it's a day trip, Dave. To Lapland. Oh my God. So you that get month? up at the crack of dawn. Fucking you're on the plane out. about six a.m. Right. <laughs> You fly to Lapland, you get out, and... Look at people. the reindeer. Yeah, it was pretty good when you got there, freezing, minus 27, something like that. Right. And then you get back on the plane, <laughs> and then it's full. She said, oh, it was horrible coming back. It was full of overtired kids. Oh, God. And grumpy parents who oh. were just trying to get pissed to block it all out. She said it was just hell.
1: <laughs> and it's all about making dreams for those kiddies. It was none yeah. of that when I was a kid. It was just like, well, this is it. This is the telly. This food. This presents. That's it. Yeah,
0: I mean, we never got took taken to visit Santa. No. Or I didn't. I didn't never. Never, got, never. 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 We and
1: never
0: that's get, a depressing experience, isn't it? You've got to pay fifteen quid and you queue up for like two hours.
1: Horrible. Well, here's my ultimate Scrooge and Marley number
0: two. Christmas need. Two, Chris, Dave. You're on a, you've done about five. So.
1: Well, I, I said the last Are one. You're going the, backwards. No, no, no. I said the last one was the ultimate. You know, oh. the, the commercialization, But this is two because it's sprung to mind, right? That this is so important to mention. Christmas need, okay? Yeah. So Christmas need is this. Oh my God. Oh my God. We haven't got any. Um. We haven't got any roast chestnuts. We haven't got any holly. We haven't got any holly. I so Hang on a minute. We've got everything we've got so much right oh oh my god gravy what about gravy if you run out of gravy the shops are open on boxing day use what we've got on christmas day we can go and get some gravy on boxing christmas does this to everybody this idea that you must have everything in its place for christmas and part of the let's make sure we create some lovely memories for the kids for christmas so people end up throwing good money after bad to do that in the run up to Christmas is part of it as well. There's this is is this kind of fury to make everything magical for Christmas. Yeah, somehow it never is. not what it's really doing, what is magical for Christmas is those moments when you're just together as a family. You have these yeah. really lovely special moments together as a family, which can happen at any time of the year. But if you're lucky, if you're really lucky, you can really make them happen at Christmas seeing the look on your kid, your kid's face when you've bought them a present that surprised them and they'd absolutely love it. And it can be something as simple as a book, you mm. know. Usually it's the simple things, but we all just try a little too hard at Christmas. Yeah. And we could probably yeah. do, a, be a lot better off if we just took our feet off the gas a little bit and just sat back on it a bit because you get caught in this terrible kind of vicious cycle of feeling that you need to have it, everything right we need this. We haven't got advocare. We haven't got gin. We've got this. We've got that. <laughs> yeah, you dead when, right. When else
0: do you do egg that? Eggnog. We haven't got any eggnog. Oh,
1: nog. we've got no eggnog. We've got no uh, icing sugar. Where's the icing sugar?
0: It's like, <laughs> when? Fortunately, it's it's not like that in this house. I mean, I can't. I don't give a monkey's, and Michelle doesn't really. But I remember as a kid, my dad. Would always insist on my mum getting him some eat-me dates. Beautiful. <laughs> Do you remember them? Yeah, I haven't had <laughs> it was them this really year. sticky dates, and you got I that plastic stabber. <laughs> you'd go into his like bureau, and you go, oh, oh, right, and you see like the the orange and lemon segments, you know those sweet segments. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, sugared almonds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you oh. see the dates, and you think, oh, I wonder what they're like, and you'd have one. Fucking horrible it was. You see, I... Even I, sugared almonds were horrible.
1: I agree with you with sug- sugared almonds, but I love dates. I have <laughs> yeah. to say. Yeah, I love them. And actually, I haven't had any this year, but I know what you mean, because...
0: They're but, a bit... but Dad never even touched any. Did he not? <laughs> you no, know, he never had any. Come January, you go, Dad, you've not had a date. My mum would go, I'm not getting them next year. And then he'd just have one.
1: I like all <laughs> the, the shitty, of the, thi- the, we- the weird shitty Christmas stuff, like Brazil nuts and dates and... Uh, even Christmas pudding. I know a lot of people don't like Christmas pudding. I love all that yeah, shit. Yeah, we didn't have that. I love all that. I love all the food. I love Brussels sprouts. I mean, some people hate Brussels sprouts. I fucking love them. So, yeah, you know, I like all the traditional grub. I think that's fantastic. But
0: well, the you commercial- know, I, I had turkey this year, Dave, me being a non-meat eater. Oh, God, yeah. I actually had turkey because Michelle bought me this vegan turkey. Not like a full turkey. It was like this slab of... It was just a, it was like a, a, a slab of something, you know. You obviously, you know, it's not meat, but it just looked so horrible. I thought, oh fuck it, I'm gonna have turkey, yes. you know. And I had pigs in blankets as well, and it was delicious. Oh, good man. <laughs> yeah. It was the best Christmas dinner I've had for a good five or six years. Well, you know, good for you, lad. Previously, it's been nut roasts.
1: Dare I say that those kind of, those meaty proteins are probably going to do a lot of good
0: for health. Yeah, cold. they probably will, you know. Maybe I should go back to eating meat.
1: You know what, maybe what you should do, pal, is far be it for me to give you any ideas for New Year's resolutions, but maybe just do it sparingly. Just sparingly.
0: <laughs> What's your New Year's resolution? I'm eating meat. <laughs> 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 All the other people becoming vegans. <laughs> right, Um. one thing I wanted to ask, you Dave is uh, do you have like uh, a favourite Christmas film or a top three maybe um, yeah I quite like Scrooge the
1: musical version the which, the, which the one that Channel 5 now just call Albert Finney's Scrooge yeah. oh yeah it's basically Albert Finney singing uh, and people singing thank you very much because you're dead basically thank you very much I don't remember that
0: I think I've That's seen I think of Scrooge,
1: but I don't remember yeah, this. Yeah. But it's a pretty good version of Scrooge, to be honest with you. It's pretty good with, yeah. a, with some songs thrown in. Fairly decent little tunes there. Um, Die Hard, of course, is a, a perennial uh, Christmas favourite these days, isn't it? Uh,
0: I didn't think that would be one of your favourites?
1: Not really, to be honest. I, you know, when it comes, I kind of really more than anything else like things like the ghost stories for Christmas. Really, if I'm being honest, things like that. When it comes yeah, to actual yeah. films, and and I know that's been a bit of a sly dog there because obviously they're not really films; they're just little short vignettes, little plays. It's kind of tricky, really. You know,
0: it's, it's a wonderful life. Do you like that?
1: Oh, without doubt, yeah, I love it so much. You know, I, don't, I hadn't even thought about that skipped right out of my mind for some reason yeah it's a wonderful life It's a lovely film
0: i was thinking when i was thinking of a top three whether i'd put it's, it's a wonderful life in there and to be honest it's only really the last 20 minutes isn't it that's yeah yeah the, the more memorable it's... parts uh, yeah, yeah you know i can't remember that much about the other bits um i get the feeling it's really long it's it's quite yeah. a long film and there's obviously all this um backstory and George. So I don't know if i put that in my top three. I'd say my favourite Christmas film would be Gremlins. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, what a uh, good show. It's just, it's just a fantastic film, anyway. What a good uh, show. And it does have that Christmassy. It is set at Christmas, obviously, because he gets an yeah. early Christmas present, doesn't it? And uh, there's that quite haunting story about why Phoebe Cates' his character doesn't like christmas can you remember it i know i've not seen it so long so she tells this story about halfway through about why she doesn't like christmas and it's basically because her dad went missing around christmas eve they couldn't find him and then they started to smell something from the chimney and they <sighs> discovered that it was him dressed as santa so he'd planned to come down the chimney you know to surprise them on christmas eve and he fell and broke his neck
1: Oh, my God. Oh, God, that's horrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't remember that bit, you know. But it is really dark, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But on a lighter note, definitely second place would be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's one I try to watch every single year, if I can. It's It's just got so many brilliant bits in it.
1: (laughs) But I like I would say, and I think this year it's been a really good... uh, good christmas film is the thing john carpenter's the thing <laughs> they're set in that antarctic station and all hell breaks loose it's cold they're trapped in the snow and it feels like such a good bloody christmas film that really
0: is it but i've done so a lot of
1: horror good? this year so we've done the exorcist actually let i lad watch the exorcist which was a bit you know because his mate who's a year older than they were both really pushing to watch it and mm. i said i'd watch it with them and they did find it. They really were kind of found it very moving, you know. Oh, and, right, uh, That's the and right it, reaction. Yeah, they really, loved, they thought it was very powerful. They really did. I was so impressed, really, with how they viewed it. And but yeah, but that so that is a the thing in particular though. I think is a very good Christmas film for you to put on. I know it's not about Christmas, but a well, it's jolly snowy. decent little attempt. At it. Yeah, exactly. It's snowy. A jolly good attempt at a Christmas film, though, that's been out in the last few years, is Netflix's Christmas Chronicles with
0: um, Kurt yes. Russell. Again! So, that's
1: again, <laughs> again.
0: Yeah. A, a Kurt Russell double bill. Yeah, I've not seen that. I've seen it on uh, Netflix, but I've never watched it.
1: i tell you what my favourite ever, probably my favourite ever Christmas show has been, and that is probably The League of Gentlemen Christmas Special. That was just such oh, a yeah. brilliant, perfect and it's like a film as well, that, isn't it? But that, was, yeah. as far as like a spe- specials go, that's probably the best of all the specials I've ever seen, really, I think. And then mm-hmm. there's been some good ones, you know, there's been some sort of Only Fools and Horses ones and stuff. But League of Gentlemen horror anthology, brilliant. Yeah, definitely, yeah.
0: I'm struggling for a third one, really. I mean, I'm quite fond of Home Alone, though <laughs> Macaulay Culkin does annoy me in that because he's not a very good actor. No, he's um, not. Puppet Christmas Carol, that's pretty good. Yeah,
1: that's top draw, to be honest. I I remember going to the pictures to see that Uh, at Christmas. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, really good. I really enjoyed that.
0: Tell you what, maybe in my top three would be a film I saw fairly recently. It only came out a few years ago. Uh, Krampus.
1: Oh, God, that's weird. That is so fucking weird. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say Krampus is a good, nasty little Christmas film. Yeah, that is that is that is a great shout because I was and really- inside
0: number nine did a good Christmas uh, episode. Oh my god, their Krampus. Krampus. It was such a brilliant homage to those seventies dramas, wasn't it? It was those so players.
1: hilarious. Yeah, it was so hilarious, low budget and lightweight all the way yeah. through it with the the commentary on it, everything. And then the, what a dark twist at the end! My great god. twist, really yeah.
0: dark. Right, another thing, Dave, which is synonymous with Christmas, is the shit Christmas album. Now, oh my god there is never any shortage of these but it does oh surprise god. you sometimes to see who releases them you know it's not just your average Robbie Williams or Mariah Carey yeah, yeah. is it loads of people are getting in, in on the act um oh always there's one which is probably the most bizarre Christmas on, album called Shatner claws
1: Oh, yeah, I've heard
0: of Shatner Clause. <laughs> Now, I'm just uh, reading a short Spinal Tap-esque review here. Yeah. Uh, not quite shit sandwich, but it says, uh, While there are some huge records on this list, none can match the sheer misguided vision and scope of Shatner Claus. It features guest appearances from ZZ Top's Billy Gibbons, Iggy yeah, Pop yeah. and all while well, yeah. managing to stay pretty much shit throughout
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna have to track that down it sounds and he's amazing. got henry henry rollins and people like that with him as well hasn't he he's, yeah he's he, it, right. yeah it's crazy man he,
0: he's got some like quite big f- friends hasn't he in the rock fraternity another one twisted sister brought out a christmas album called a twisted christmas <laughs> what else but another one that uh, you may have seen, Dave, is uh, Chris Kamara has bought out George. two Christmas albums You're in the last joking. couple of years, and they actually sell quite well, apparently.
1: <laughs>
0: really? I was looking on Amazon before, and his uh, his album "Here's to Christmas" is down to three pound eight pence. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> but hilarious. worse than that, and probably a worse album, is. Ball and Bows Together at Christmas. It's 2
1: Now, there's a new one, though, mate, that's just, if the cringe factor goes up a notch, I think. Okay. aladdin and know, Russell. you're going <laughs> to <laughs> Merry Christmas with aladdin and Russell. I mean, oh, God. Jesus. What?
0: <laughs> I saw them on something doing one of the tracks. Pointless. <laughs> it was it pointless? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Seriously, God. it's like. People, their agents are just shoving them together. I mean, both (laughs) and both are not really an obvious partnership, are they? No, no, no. And uh, neither is Russell. I mean, I hate Russell fucking Watson. (laughs) I think he's a complete dickhead. (laughs) Do you not think when someone proposes, oh, let's do a Christmas album, their heart really sinks? You know, because it is like the complete pits, isn't it? Doing a shit Christmas song. The same old fucking songs. If you know that you can only sell albums around Christmas and Mother's Day, then you know that you're you're, you're a shit act.
1: But it's you're just spent
0: that- force.
1: But they're just jumping all over the grey pound, aren't they? They just know it. They just yes. they're just lapping it up because they know that the gray, the blue Rinse brigade love their clean cut look and oh, Alan's such a lovely lad. Oh, Russell, not sure love- about Russell. Not sure about Russell. He's a bit rough isn't he? but he
0: he scrubs up well. Oh, and they sing beautifully yeah, they did together. Brain damage. <laughs> oh
1: that was- I don't know if you know this. You probably don't even know this, but I've been doing quite a lot of singing. I've been doing a lot of singing work recently because I've been I've been doing a lot of work like around uh, care homes, singing to the elderly and stuff. Oh, yes, you mentioned this. I, I, and uh, and and I've loved it, I'm loving it, you know, mate. I mean, but obviously, coming up to Christmas, I've had to have my I've had to do my uh, my own version of like Aladdin Russell
0: my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so I've mean,
1: oh, I've had fantastic. my. I've had my Christmas list of songs that I've had to put out there. And a lot of it's been like, it has been like white Christmas, you know, and it's been like, uh, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, you know, and um, walking in a winter wonderland, you get it. All the kind of classics like this. I've been doing all that. uh, But so I've got these backing tracks, you know, so I've got these backing track CDs and I work on them, but I swear (laughs) to you, One of them, first track on one of them is Another Rock and Roll Christmas. (laughs) Who's
0: that by again?
1: (laughs) Gary Glitter. Oh, yes. Another Rock and Roll. And honestly, I've (coughs) I've, I've rehearsed it a couple of times. I thought, dare I just give it a go? (laughs) Slip it in. Would anyone know? Would anyone recognise it? I haven't done it. I've not been bold enough to do it, to be honest. I wish I had. I've even Ooh, he's I,
0: one of the better Christmas songs.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a good Christmas song. So talking of Christmas singles, what's one of your favourite Christmas
0: singles, if not your favourite Christmas single? I think the one that always evokes Christmas is Jonah Louie's Stop the Cavalier.
1: Oh, God, that's what I was going to say.
0: Stop. Really? The cal- yeah,
1: of course. Yeah, yeah
0: definitely. Because I remember it so well from when I was a kid. It's great. I just loved it when it came on the radio. It's a bit kind of
1: political, it's about the troops out there wanting to get home, wanting to get back to their families, yeah. caught in the trenches it's a great concept, it's brilliant yeah, it's great
0: yeah. And it's I awesome. do I do quite like uh, Shakey's, uh effort Yeah.
1: oh, you know what? Yeah. love and understanding unfortunately I didn't have that in my collection, I would have done that you know? right
0: where to get these backing tracks from just, then? Go,
1: to... just go on to eBay just go on to eBay I Check out certain things that I want, so I want it's like some like Neil Diamond, Elvis, Frank Sinatra. Like, I've got this brilliant Sinatra one, fantastic arrangements, like like the real deal. Great. The same yeah. with the Elvis, the Elvis one's really good as well. The Neil Diamond one's pretty good as well, but I only really do Sweet Caroline from the Neil Diamond one, you know, it gets them all singing. <laughs> and um, the Christmas ones, I've it's some good stuff, but to pad it out a bit, to pad it out a bit, I, I found myself. You know really compromising my
0: song beliefs and i ended up doing <laughs> i ended up doing mistletoe and wine a well times. that's another guilty pleasure of mine dave i do like that track i love the lyrics and i love cliff's it's, performance in that video
1: it's pretty good i have to admit it's quite enjoyable to sing to mate. i have to say it's <laughs> that it is very enjoyable to sing
0: yeah
1: i've got my yeah. big speaker they take me big speaker everywhere so Dave, i think last, our, last
0: our last listeners day. need to see some footage of this well, I, I will bet you've got some, haven't you, that you're not telling me about?
1: You could do. You've, got,
0: you've made a little promotional segment.
1: No, you know, I haven't had to do that. It's been fantastic. They've yeah. they've taken the, my word for the things I've done in the past and uh, given me a go. My fees, I kept my fees very reasonable and people have been booking me up, booking up and it's my main job now.
0: Oh, you know, brilliant.
1: I've got a couple of other little jobs on the side, but which are good because I don't get minded with them. And, and I don't have a boss, really. I'm my own boss. I do my own thing. It's great. But I have to travel about a bit, you know. I have to travel a, about yeah. North Wales, but it's um, an in-demand thing, really. You know, it's a very enjoyable thing to do.
0: Great, right? So other Christmas songs, I do like. Do they know it's Christmas? By Band Aid. Yes, I'm a bit sick of Fairy Tale of New York. To Me honest, too. So it's a great song.
1: And a little bit fed, fed up with Last Christmas too, to be honest with you. That gets yeah.
0: churned out every fucking year, doesn't it? You know. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think probably my favourite, I've got two favourites, really, neither of which I was able to use because I didn't have backing tracks for them. Uh, no, three. So number one, probably of all time for me, is the Christmas song by Nat King Cole, you know, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, you know, lovely. Um, but I love, absolutely love this sort of post-punk Christmas song by the Waitresses. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. next year. Love that track. Brilliant Christmas track. Oof. And Feliz Navidad We've been singing that. Felice Navida. Yeah. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. gonna wish you a Merry
0: Christmas. Brilliant. Great song that yeah. Well I'm pleased that we've avoided the obvious ones Like yeah. Merry Christmas Everybody by fucking Slade yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Wizard, wizard. <laughs> No we don't wish it was Christmas every day That, that would be even
1: worse That would be like living in
0: hell <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about that letter in Viz Talking about the Roy Wood uh, wizard song He said that he, he actually ended up spending Christmas at Roy Wood's house a friend <laughs> he was invited to this like do you know which yeah. he thought was going to be quite a, a good rocking party with Roy and his band there he yeah. said it just turned out to be like uh, five middle aged sad blokes drinking warm cans of Carlin <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh god
0: oh, yeah. That is. Yeah, kind of, maybe I see my future there mate <laughs> no. Oh, no 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 <laughs> but you know what just going back to Cliff i can't remember where i saw this but somebody called him a decaying pile of excrement that's a bit harsh i mean he's not that bad cliff is he He keeps keeps going think... keeps people happy
1: he's had a bit of a rough ride on the back of the yes, old yew tree business and it's all been thrown out
0: completely innocent yeah and it's been uh, it looks like it was all a bit I don't, ridiculous. I see, there's, there's some things i don't get you know like some people have pathological hatred for certain people and yeah he's one that people really hate uh, yeah. cold play people really hate cold play <laughs> yeah. don't they i've never really been that bothered by no, by no. At all yeah um, i don't have that pathological hate i don't i'm not a fan but it's I a don't... bandwagon thing as well isn't it you yeah. know people just jump on the bandwagon oh yeah let's hate cold play that's trendy yeah. of course it is <laughs> It's not like we ever criticise anyone and have a go at them. <laughs> you know, we never do that.
1: <laughs> well, maybe it's a resolution for the new year, Lee, that I'm going to find me a bit better. <laughs> well, that's the whole basis for the podcast, isn't that's it? That's true. Well, in my real life, though, I'm going to save it all up for the podcast, which will be yeah. fantastic.
0: I know, we probably let's do come across us... as a pair of bitter old hateful bastards. Jermudgeons. But... <laughs> Our hate is humorous.
1: Yeah, our hate is humorous, and our hate is righteous hate. We only hate the rightful things. (laughs) Yeah, and we don't really hate,
0: do we? No, not at all. We just like taking the piss. Indeed we do, mate. I'm just going to find out how much uh, Merry Christmas Everybody (sighs) has made. Wow. But even Noddy Older hates it, doesn't he? He says, uh, I wish they'd stop playing it because people really hate us for it.
1: I mean, to be honest with you, it has been good
0: to me. I don't need to shit on coffee tables now. But, <laughs> <When> <laughs> but that, that, even yeah, I am sick of that it. That
1: was such a reoccurring theme in our podcast,
0: mate. Well, I've the, deliberately the crowbarred it in then, Dave. <laughs> £500,000 per year. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Oh, imagine that. You just sit back and do sod all for the year, don't
1: you? That is pretty much what Noddy does these days, though, isn't it? I mean, he's not for sure if sure. you... Yeah. Wow. It's
0: Five. referred to the song as his pension scheme. Oh God, it is for sure, and a, a lucrative
1: one at that. Bloody yeah. hell! But the biggest, of course, seller of all time, apart from Happy Birthday, as far as revenue is concerned, is White Christmas, isn't it? White is it? Christmas. Yeah. I think look at White Christmas. It's massive. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it is. And I think I got it. I think I got it right at a quiz. Um... I think it's the biggest selling record of all time single
0: you know you're right dave it is uh the version sung by bing cross we've been the world's best-selling single in terms of physical media yeah with estimated sales in excess of 50 million copies <laughs>
1: oh, God, that's crazy man that is insane, yeah. That is fifty million copies of a single song.
0: Fifty million people went out and bought that.
1: Think of the PRS on that as well, with all the times it's been played on the radio. And Jesus Christ, mm. that song is—I bet it's a billion-dollar song. That you know, crazy. yeah. That's there the you. thing,
0: isn't it, Dave? You just—if you can come up with that bit of magic, oh, God, magic in three minutes. Fuck me, I tried, Lee. I tried. Yeah. Well, your songs were great, Dave. They deserved it. Well,
1: thanks, mate. Well, maybe, you know, keep trying, never too old and all that, eh? That's it,
0: yeah. Sell one to uh, Justin Bieber or someone.
1: Well, I'll tell you what's been good. Doing, one might say a midlife crisis, but just turning my life around a little bit by doing this. It's, it's really given me a kind of enthusiasm to perform and, and create, be creative again, sort of music. Yeah. So, and yeah. I've got a lot of ideas coming in forward into the new year. So, it, So it should be uh, quite interesting, hopefully. Oh,
0: brilliant. And we'll still be doing this in the new year? That's right. Thank you, Dave. And uh, until next time, take care.
1: When the kids start singing and the band begins to play Oh, I wish it could be Christmas every day Let the bells ring